0: Certain songs you get the lyrical cool side on, and certain songs you get to break the though. Yeah. Mother, but right now, like when I listen, I listen to Peggy out first, like every other day, for sure. So I'm listening. The to, joints I'm listening to, to is how we B. All the time. Oh, uh, oh it's so I, <laughs> I let Wasta come on. I ain't crazy, though I ain't a Gucci fan, so I really mean, like. I literally want not listen to Gucci because I'm not a Gucci fan. At all. Yeah. His rhyming seems so simple to me. Like two chains people think two chains rather simple. He's so intricate what two chains be doing. Right. So
1: so so you think that Dolph is more lyrical than Gucci? Yes. And you say that with a straight face. With a straight face. All right. Are we recording?
0: All right, cause you you can't you can't go challenge. Off, you can't go off like you got to listen to B sides.
1: I don't know, Dolph go off sometimes. Like it, it, makes me. I used to be like, why don't you do that every time you rap? Like if if you did that every time you rap, like you would be.
0: That's how I feel about uh, smoke my weed. That's the other song jamming hard, uh, Paper Out Frank. Yeah, that's the that's the club song. You ask what weed. the club song is. Yeah, Smoke My Weeds the club song. That's
1: the club song.
0: But it sounds like another song to me. I can't figure out what song it sounds like. But it sounds like club song to me. Mm. It sounds like another song. I'm like man, I heard this song before, but that's a jam, bro. Yeah, man. But that's what, I've been listening to Dolph hard. I don't know why. I heard the paper. Because I'm trying, I try to give new rappers a listen. But about two, three songs, I turn it off. Like, I tried to go listen to Big Scar just to see what was the hype about why so many folks. I am like, I'm, I'm not a fan. I went and listened to his best songs. I'm not a fan.
1: Yeah, I, uh... Like, I don't know what necessarily because he actually had a big fan base in Memphis. So I don't know what the fascination is. Yeah, he got a big fan base. Yeah. not necessarily in Memphis. Like, yeah. Yeah, he got a decent sized fan base. I just think, uh, I think it's certain lingo's and certain rap styles that float around in like juvenile and like jail. Uh, that. It's unpolished. <laughs> yeah, but, but like these cats be coming up with these certain little styles. But his is not like if you listen to this Car, he just. It's a couple guys in the city that I've heard have that similar style. It's like that deep voice. Yeah. Duh, 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 duh. It's like I can't. And hear it's a couple you. guys that got it, and some of it, some of them do it well. Scar is one that did that particular style well, but. It's just a different type of lingo. Know. I don't like these new styles. What about like Lil Baby? You like Lil Baby? I flow? don't like Lil Baby. Don't I don't like, like Gunna. Ba- I don't like Lil Baby. Gunna is Gunna and Lil Baby are probably two of my favorite. Good like, for you. They're not mine. Like
0: Nah. No. And I'm I'm in a weird place about music because I don't like old school rap. I don't like bit bop like. I don't like to hear that, so I don't want to hear no.
1: I ain't no joke. Yeah, I used to. Well, I, I will listen
0: little. to Rakim. Rakim is filthy with it, bro. Rakim yeah. still cold. He did a PSA freestyle recently. Yeah, cold. He still
1: got it. Rakim is still like because
0: if God. you see if you see Rakim rap, you see the Jay Z lineage. You see, you see it. Yeah, he's he's son some people. Like Definitely. you see where the style came from. Right. These guys are not original, right? So yeah, but. One thing, one person I've really been listening to a lot, I don't know if it's about the content or how they deliver the bars, but JT from City Girls. Man, she bumping. You like JT? Man, I love JT. She was right uh, in said something. All of us love JT. Yes, I do, bro. Uh, and I'm not a, she ain't my type, like. She's too
1: voluptuous for me, but um, her balls. That's like saying there's too much icing on that cake, right it, there. I don't think I like that cake, nigga. Who don't like icing? You know what I'm talking about. There is a thing. There could be too much icing on the cake, bro. No, I won't touch it. Yes, it I came. like your slathering. No, the side. no, nope. Nope. No, no. There is no such bro, thing, bro. It gotta be just enough
0: ice. It can be. A, there is a thing. So you like a
1: little, a little icing on your cake?
0: Yeah, like a little bit, like.
1: I like strawberries falling off no. the top and see like, no, I don't need all cream that. and all I don't need I like that. a whole lot of see I'm a minimalist. I don't need all that. Oh.
0: So she but her, her bruh. I want my cholesterol high. But nah.
1: I get through eating cake.
0: But <laughs> with JT, how she delivers it? Yeah. And w- what she delivering.
1: She is delivering prostitution. No, she I not. hear it. That, no, that's she, all I'm saying. Hey. i I'm, I think she's delivering prostitution. <laughs> She leaves no stone unturned. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about.
0: So I've been listening to, I made a freaky gym workout
1: mix, right? You had to add JT to that. So
0: I put Lotto on there. I put Lotto, nasty song. Then I got Rue, the original nasty song first. Then Mm -hmm. her song. Then I got, uh, you know, some more rap. I hate that
1: your playlists are OCD. I, I recently looked back at the playlist from your birthday party. I've never done that for anybody else, and I'll never do that again. Write down every single song in the order of the time frame that it's supposed and it to play. Flowed. It, nice. <laughs> it flowed. It was nice. It flowed. nice. I kind of got off schedule at the end of the night. Oh, but yeah. but um, I—we li- everybody literally, was drunk by
0: the end. So like we
1: literally went through yeah. every
0: song I wanted played at my birthday.
1: At the particular time that he wanted it played. Oh yes. Yeah, schedules. He had a schedule. OCD ass playlist. It, was, yeah. it worked though, you know what I mean. I like what you don't you know what though. He called me like a week later, like
0: your playlist called.
1: Cause okay, so <laughs> I used the early set, like the early set he put, he he put some songs we put together for that. I cause I had not did an early set playlist. So you did it for somebody else. Yeah, and I I love it. Like I love cause what it is is, I know once I play, F and F, and it's it's just some the Beyonce joint that everybody's doing the TikTok. Then I know it's certain songs that I'm gonna play that's gonna have people on the floor and dancing. I don't want to start off with them songs because <laughs> yeah. it's gonna it's gonna not kill the vibe. But you want a progression. And oh, that's, what so the, not, that's what the playlist yeah. did, though. It
0: was a progression. And yeah. we literally went back and forth. I was like, no, nah, that, that's too hype right there. That's it that here or what like that. But I, I love music that much and club that much yeah. that I can tell you, like, you play this right here, you're going to have people dancing. Yeah. Or somebody going to nod. Because the part is. So, my,
1: okay, and we're, we're leading into, like, you know, different nightlife. Uh, we wanted to say Memphis, but a lot of your nightlife came in Jackson. Yeah. Uh so what were some of some of your favorite spots to hit? Uh we only had a
0: couple, bro. Like Jackson was weird. Like yeah. it, No, it's not really weird. It, the older I get it's the same scenario. Uh
1: It's college town.
0: A college a club come up six months, then six months later it's gone. Yeah. So we had Club Hollywood at first. Yeah, they probably the Ratchets Club in Jackson, but everybody loved it That's where the college kids went. Yeah, that was on the tail end. That was no, that was on the early part of my uh, forte of partying. Yeah, and then we got aftermath.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Aftermath. Yeah. is where I became a
1: man. <laughs> 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 I grew her on my chest. Yeah,
0: I can't tell all the stories about Club Aftermath, <laughs> but yeah, I got one from the very first day of Club Aftermath. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, but, <laughs> but Club Aftermath, I literally partied there every day of the week. Every day? Every day. Every day.
1: What clubs did you hit in Memphis?
0: Really want to know that? Yeah. Because I was living in Jackson so much, and then I after I came back to me. I ain't talking
1: about pure passion or no. No, like, I'm
0: saying, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> after I came back,
1: of no, Democrat. What was the strip club on Democrat? Why you looking at me? I just asking. just I just I <laughs> uh, what was the It was right across the street from Fair. Ebony Lace. Ebony and Lace. Yeah. He knew man. That. He I, it, man. I, ooh. So when I came back to, I threw some dollars. I threw a
0: lot of dollars in Ebony and Lace. So yeah, I'm talking about nah, I wasn't no strip club guy. <laughs> and I wasn't going to see the ballerinas at that point. <laughs> but Silver Spoon had me in a chokehold,
1: bro. I used to I used to hit the spoon, yo. It the
0: vibe, bro. It was a party vibe. Towards the end it got kinda thuggish a little bit. Where yeah. it was like when he laxed on the dress code and all that. Like, folks don't remember Silver Spoon used to have to have a dress code. You yeah. couldn't come in there with no bull on.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was expected, you know, it was a uh, professional crowd. And right. that's why I vibe with it. But then before I really so I would do Silver Spoon on Friday night, but I was working a lot, so I couldn't do Friday night, but I had Saturdays. And
1: bro, club 152. 152. I stated that was my spot.
0: I don't know how I could afford going to the club
1: On Bill? On
0: Bill. I made. Glock, two or something,
1: didn't
0: it? Nah, there was haze down the street. Yeah. Purple haze Purple down, down the street. I don't know how I could afford to habits I had back then on the salary that I had back then.
1: I know the one, like of, that, one of the managers he used to give us wristbands. Like he would meet us outside and oh, no, give me the economics. It is ten fifteen wristbands a we go. You talk like about
0: 15. wristbands, I think about the
1: economics back
0: then. I was smoking. Yeah, I was smoking squares. Yeah, so I had to have my Newport's.
1: Yeah. Then I got In the club, you
0: had to have. I got to have, because I'm yeah. smoking some new in the club. Then I got to have drinks. I got to have at least two drinks. Yeah. Got to pay uh, to get in. Got to have some clothes. So I done went and bought the outfit or, or, uh, to keep it 100%. Probably with the same pants, but switched
1: up the shirt. Yeah, you got to switch the shirt up.
0: Yeah, that's yep. probably, you know... I was bachelor back then. All we doing was same pants, switching shirts. We probably had about five pair of jeans. He just switching shirts. Was you wearing baggy jeans then? Probably was, long t shirt. No, nah, we weren't button ups then. Y'all were not button We were still wearing button because okay. I was college preppy. So we got gotcha. st- you. Okay. We still wearing button So you those. wasn't Lil John
1: the East Side Boys. Nah. I, but <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't
0: never been no baggy clothes wearing dude like yeah. that. Like I always kind of like my clothes to fit. So I did have some Jabobo, but my Jabobos fit. Yeah. So the, uh, then, where was it? I got this outfit. Then I got to get some gas. I was driving an F-150. Yeah, true that. that
1: shit not back then. But it fell high then.
0: Yeah, it fell high then. Because you remember a dollar. Cigarettes were $3. Yeah.
1: Cigarettes is like $8. But I wasn't I
0: w- I w- making the kind of money like that. I had an apartment in Deerfield. It was six eighty seven back then. Uh, yeah. And Lightbill, and I had a kid. I'm playing diapers. I'm like, bro, how could I afford this? The struggle. The struggle was happening. Bro, but I would club it every Saturday. Like 150, yeah. <laughs> like, Living like, for the week Pre-game, before we got there, drinking the worst of the liquor I
1: could find. We <laughs> drinking what? Had to be some cheap vodka back then. Y'all yeah, wasn't drinking like blue tie. You, you was on there. Was you on like an upscale vodka? I uh, I'm I'm low key bougie, yeah. so
0: we were probably scraping our money together to, to get, get some goose. Belvedere, we didn't. I like potato vodkas. I don't mm-hmm. like wheat vodkas. So yeah. Belvedere is potato vodka. And if you
1: judge me because I know my different vodkas, forget you. Like you need to know. So I hadn't had Belvedere uh, in a minute, and I was with my homeboy B Stein. Shout out to B Stein B man. Uh, we went everywhere last year. Uh, we were in Dallas, and they didn't have, a, like, the tequila that we like. So I think on the menu, he was like, oh, they got Belvedere. Oh, we're going to drink Belvedere. I had forgot how hard Belvedere hits you in the face until I got outside. And I was like, oh, I'm lit, lit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Belvedere do a whole different thing to you know, me.
0: You know what I found out about white liquor recently? Yes, that. It doesn't make me sleepy.
1: No, nah. it does
0: the reverse for me. Yeah. like Brown bring you down. Like that's a yeah. true statement. Yeah. Vodka had me wired. Yeah, uh, I was making them long, for my for New Year's Eve. Uh, after everybody kind of left and I kind of settled down, I started making oh strawberry long island iced teas. Yeah, and I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> Ugh. Vodka. <laughs> I was like, I see why I'm a brown, drinker. but I've been on this Long Island kick lately. Yeah, like I'm just gonna go get there. I'm gonna put five liquors in there and just gonna go where I need to go. <laughs> That's
1: why. But how about you? What what was your club and spots? Club and spots for me. Uh, I moved to East Memphis when I turned 18, and I was five streets down from D and D. Oh my goodness! I was in there every weekend. I'm talking about. See, that I, was, I ain't
0: never get D and D like I done not through the uh, parking lot and all that being managed. D and D was. But I ain't never.
1: It was the biggest amount of people I have ever seen club together at the same time. Like, so it was two sides. You had the regular side, and then you had the mine, which was the other side. So like the when you walk into the to the bigger room. It might be, like, Lil John the East Side Boys. I mean, like, they going hard on some trap shit. You go over to the mine, they might be playing reggae. Like, it, you could just go switch vibes. So it was just, like, uh, everybody was there. Like, the frats was there, boozy folks, uh, the gangsters. Like, everybody came. And it wasn't like a whole lot of issues and problems. Everybody really came they, they to have a good crazy time. Security, bro. Yeah, security was dumb, dumb. but I mean, it was such a big place. Like stuff could have still popped off. You see what I'm saying? Like the
0: crazy thing about it, you think it was a black club?
1: Well, you know, this is where I first saw the the, the young entrepreneurs that are like really running things now. This is when uh, woo woo. Devin Steele, uh, uh what's my guy doing the the uh Howard Q yeah. uh Hypo like RIP Hypo like uh it was the the a lot of he the movers and shakers He had a song
0: pop off denim and Oh uh, cuz
1: he he had He created that song for that yeah. no man cuz he was doing that on the mic like you know it like every week so he was like the the city's biggest MC. Hyper on the mic. Hyper on the mic, man. And that birthed a, a lot of other dudes in Memphis to go on and do the same thing. Well, you saw you saw how other people got inspired, like uh DJ Spider Man. He was on K ninety seven M one oh seven. Well, he was a Tommy dancer. Uh the Tommy dancers will come through the club like how how the noops come through and do they like the Tommy Dancers was like a dance group that just came to the club and wore the same, like t- Tommy Hill figure outfits like every weekend. For real? And they was dancing and they was like the hype of the club. It was like, it was a, an experience. Like, uh, but you, you got to see, because they was bringing everybody. Like, was the city safer then? I think so. I feel like it was. Like, you know, there were some things that probably happened and went down. Because what they say is, you know, the sides can't get together, but in an environment like that, all the sides come together. Well, and where you party it is, uh like, you can, you can do something decent in Midtown right now. Well, East Memphis was like that then. So Mendenhall and Winchester was not the men in Holland, Winchester that we know right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a different environment in that area. It was a different kind of money in that area. Uh, And plus, you know, who owned the club had something to do with it too. So, you know, the location and everything. Now, if you had went on Brooks Road or some of them other places – you know, you might have dealt with a different environment. 616 Club, Six, 616. 616, 616,
0: Premier Club. But Premier Man. came afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah, Premier was
0: after. I was never. Senses. Fa- I, oh, I love Senses, though. Senses but was, don't I get hit walking across the street, because you don't park across the street. Right. Drunk, stumbling. <laughs> right. I, I I, was never a fan of Premier, because the first time I went out, was drunk
1: as a fool. Yeah. And the flow shake. Right. Well, not, now, it's level two, right? Yeah, level yeah. two. Yeah, level two.
0: I was like, is this flow shaking?
1: And I was real high when I went in there, like the first couple times. And my paranoia, I would, I would step back out on like the. I'm
0: like, yo, talk about <laughs> this and the flow
1: shaking. It feel like an yeah.
0: earthquake in yeah. here, bro.
1: And don't let them play the wrong song.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I'm in the midst of the crunk era In the flow shaking. Gotti, if you had a drop. Uh, Gotti. The Gotti intro. So, no, Gotti intro back then.
0: Was it? I thought Slash would have been. He
1: Slash would have been hard. Him and the Bo head. I, I think had came uh, out doing. Grey Goose. Grey Goose. I'm on that Grey Goose. Yeah. Do I know you know? Yeah. Uh, and the one that's running everything now is Love. Yeah.
0: And love has a a decent vibe. I normally i'm I'm out the club and scene now, so I go like on January 5th, right that's, yeah. that's how I found this day. so I go I ain't get to go this year because I was out of town, but it's it get packed quick, yeah, and I mean it he brought that Miami Atlanta vibe to Memphis, which i't I don't like that vibe where you got boof and it's not dance, like people don't dance no more. It's fashion show and status show. Well,
1: I mean, he brought the city what the city wanted. Yeah. Like, everybody, when they in the club in Miami or when they in the club in Atlanta or Dallas, that's the vibe they want. Them yeah. the pictures that you want, this is the look that you want. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a club
0: purist, you know? So yeah, I so want, you
1: want a ratchet Memphis club? I want,
0: I want to watch Walk Out That Giant sweating. <laughs> Windows themed <laughs> up. We had a time last night. We had a time. <laughs> you know time. what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what I want to do. I want to walk out like we had a time last night, bro. Yeah. But yeah. no, nah, you don't. I don't. I haven't had that vibe. I, my my birthday party had that vibe. That was hard. We had a time. We had, we had a time. But, <laughs> yeah, but I ain't, I'm not into that. Uh, yeah. 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 I went to. You're kind of disappointed when I went to my homecoming. That's the vibe people to now. Yeah. And like if you not been if you club to Miami and Dallas or whatever, them clubs ain't big either. Right. Love like love is right on club love may be bigger than cameo in Miami.
1: I gotta like, like I said, man, again, shout out to B B, man. We went a lot of places last year. Uh Miami. I was shocked that okay, so cultures are different. So, Memphis, uh, you bring a, a camera in the club in Memphis, cats going to kind of look at you a little funny. You bring a camera in the club in Miami and... First, they let you bring it in. First, they let you bring it in. And then the girls are like, oh, lights, camera, action. Yeah. And they instantly gravitate to it. Uh, Got to be somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it gave me a feel of like they kinda like a show or they like uh tension. Where Memphis is like, nah, we just came here to kinda turn up. Like that ain't really, you know, uh yeah, different vibes, man. Uh the I like I think I like Dallas nightlife a lot better than a lot of other places than I've been. Like Dallas uh their DJs on point like I, I love Memphis DJs. I will say that. Memphis got top-notch DJs like cuz Memphis expects a lot of you as a DJ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they they want what they want. Uh so you kind of gotta go ahead and get with the program cuz Memphis crowd are gone. Let you know what's happening. You right. Yeah. Uh so you know that uh, brings us to the last D&D. The last D and D. Yeah, shout it. out to Howard Q, man. Yeah,
0: shout out to Howard Q. I saw it on the oh, on the IG. Yeah, he, had me. he said he says the last one. Say it it's the last one. Thirty years.
1: You know how them stores be closing. Maybe like- haverties. Haverty, Haverty's been Jolly, closing. Jolly,
0: uh, <laughs> what is it? Jolly, what is the name? Roll. Jolly I'll roll.
1: Our fi- final closeout markdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I don't now, know.
0: Everything must go. So, <laughs> but he said. Ain't no new music. Yeah, All the good stuff. I thought about going, like, bro.
1: You got to be over 30 to get in. Over 30, bro. You can't be 29. It's some fine 29s that ain't going to get in there. That's hard. But it's needed. Yeah. We need that. We need that outlet. Yeah. I don't know. It's some ignorant 31-year-olds out here, though. Evidently, it is. let's, Let's lean into that a little bit. Yeah. But...
0: If y'all are listening this week and y'all think about something to do this weekend, go to the Gentleman Diamonds. Have a good time, y'all.
1: Yeah, definitely do that, man. 3 The Hard Way Podcast, man. 3TheHardWayPodcast.com. podcast dot com.
0: down nostalgia with clubbing, and so I'm expecting it to be there. Yeah. I I may go. I don't know, but we'll see. You're talking about ignorant 30-year-olds, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And this wasn't we wouldn't expect him to talk about this, but right. you spared this idea. Okay, all right. Um, it's a man in Houston right now. Shot a robber. A guy that came in, he was robbing people at a taco spot, right, in a restaurant. Yeah. He robbing everybody. He walked past taking everybody's stuff and making them empty their pockets,
1: right? Yeah.
0: When dude walked past him, he stood up and shot him in the back of his head. It was just a civilian. He's a, you know, he tried. He stopped him. He shot dude nine times, right? Yeah. And gave is that the
1: one he stood. He stood over him and gave him a, like a last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But he
0: gave he he um he gave everybody money back. Gets that in 3rd kind of find out a fake gun. But dude, the dude was thirty something. He was thirty or thirty one. So he came into a place with a fake gun. A fake gun, robbing everybody. Yeah. The question is. He's going to Grand Jury. I don't watch the tape. Mm -hmm. And in Tennessee, you can't do what he did. Okay. He shot him in the back of the head, like execution style almost, you know, where uh, as he passed him, he he, you can say you feared for your life in Tennessee, but you ain't supposed to shoot nobody in the
1: back. Who's to say that I'm in fear since you did have this gun that when you get to the door – Whoever's looking at you, you going that. Get, and that's get the one
0: case, one. and that's why I love law. Yeah, the lawyer can come and have that argument and make that statement. But from a from my vantage point, he to walk. Yeah, just cause this other situation went down. This is in Texas; they got a whole different gun laws, and they don't make. The, stay in you your just, ground. Yeah, you can stay <laughs> in ground in, in Texas. In, in Tennessee, they just take it from you and let, unless you fear for your life.
1: I'm, I'm I'm fearful for my life.
0: So that's And that's what he's saying. But the the thing about it that makes it bad, he left. The guy shot him and left. Oh. So he, he, you supposed to stay, get processed. No, oh, man. Take all your guns. It's
1: real life, man. You need a cigarette he probably out there. You need a drink. He probably was
0: drinking already. He probably was. Because he was mad when he found out it was a fake gun. He threw it against the wall and everything.
1: He said, man, you made me clap you up for this for this.
0: No, nah, but it just made me think about it when you say we got any 30-year-olds, and I haven't seen a couple news articles. For some reason, I've been reading the news articles Like, it's the it's the 30-year-olds acting fools
1: now. It ain't the teenage Teenagers is cutting up too, but it's them 30s, bro. Well, see, every th- everybody's 30s ain't the same. So you got some people who probably did something at 18, 19, and get locked up for 10 years, 11 years, 12 years. So you 30 when you get out, and you're really still a high schooler. And they really got nothing to do.
0: That's all they knew.
1: Yeah, so. so. I don't know, but
0: that's wild to me. Like, the nine shots, is that excessive? You're supposed to shoot them as many times as it
1: takes to incapacitate them. Oh, he was incapacitated off of shot number one.
0: <laughs> so is that excessive? So is is that what the grand jury gonna pick up? It's gonna it's an interesting case that I'm gonna follow and see what's going on because 'cause yeah. I, I'm a concealed character. And, you know, I just kinda watch the cases as I watched the guy, the the guy who died, Mama Cry on TV. I'm like, Your son's out there acting a fool. Like she, I, had, I
1: mean, she don't love her... her good for her, summer. but I ain't got
0: no sympathy <laughs> for that, bro. Like, don't be out here... Tell your mama you a gangster. And you doing gangster stuff. It's some stuff that come with doing gangster <laughs> stuff. My finna go gonna rob this store right quick. Yeah. All she, that. You with it all. Don't be that. trying to hide... Hide, hide that from Mama. Mama need now. to know, <laughs> <laughs> so she can so she can take out this life insurance policy on right, you, Because
1: you for dumb. being ignorant, yeah. So she could go on vacation after she puts you, yeah. In
0: like let her <laughs> go on, get prepared for some, have on the news and all that. No, she need be doing new with a fur coat, right? Because she knows she' gonna <laughs> come into the song. <laughs> yeah. But I digress, bro.
1: Like that just yeah. I still think that's overkill, though. Like You think it's over here? I think unless you got a switch on your gun, that means you got full control over it, and you're responsible for every bullet that you dispersed shots. from your vehicle. I mean from your vehicle, from your from your gun. <laughs> so uh, if you bow, he fall, bow, bow, that's three shots. So you got, uh, what, six more shots that you can give him? So he already on the ground. Tow, Tow. Uh, that's five. So y'all got four more. Pow, Pow. Now I got two more. I'm on shot number seven, G, and Pow, and I stand over him and give him the last one. Uh. Yeah, he been he been playing them video games, man. <laughs> he, been on, he been on what's the video games that shoot? What's them shooting games? Call of Duty. Or he been on Call of Duty, and he's been he's been ready to give somebody. I mean, nine. it was perfect kill shot. The first no. the, the first, first one is over. The with.
0: first one he was in the head. Yeah.
1: So he got eight more that he given after that because he watches because he played maybe Call
0: of Tupac Duty. he was dealing with. It. I don't know.
1: He been listening to rap music. And but you don't know, you don't know what it's me girlfriend. and my girlfriend. tow, 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 tow. tao. No, no, but <laughs> you know, but
0: you gotta be in a weird place to take somebody's life,
1: yeah. If in it, my
0: opinion, yeah, I don't live in that world every day, yeah, where I want to take somebody's
1: life, like, yeah. But you know, especially like living in Tennessee, everybody is the wild, wild west, everybody gets to carry a pistol now, like that's uh.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Remember I told you I seen that dude in the um in the whatchamacallit with um what he had a Draco in his pants and a pistol with
1: an extendo
0: switch or hundred round on
1: In <laughs> the where was he at?
0: He's in the gas station. He's on social media. He's from Memphis. I didn't know what gas station it is so I can stay out there parts of some <laughs> It's not like I'm afraid. It's like I don't want to go near foolishness.
1: <laughs> he got the Draco too, and he got the Extendo. Yes, sir. Just in case. I don't know who you, who your
0: ops are, my friend. I don't need them
1: ops. They active. Whoever they are, well, you need both of them. Because that man, you didn't got that ready. That mean you can't shoot straight. You don't need all this. But you got to hit a lot of people. Yeah. It's like Pac-Man. You need power pellets in a lot of different yeah. places because you got to go to all the, the ghosts.
0: You need to go to the range work on that shooting. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Oh, man. Dan, um, what else happened? Oh, man. National Football game.
1: TCU. Versus Georgia, massacre. <laughs> Georgia.
0: Oh, I forgot you don't watch football like that. But like
1: TCU t- t- I- had 10 just surprised minutes in, ten minutes into
0: the game. Yeah. I sent a group to my friend, a uh, t- message to my group of friends. Uh, group me. I said this gonna get ugly, and it's gonna get ugly fast. <laughs> I looked up. It was twenty four seven.
1: Yeah.
0: They had no business being there. Why? Bro, it should have been so Ohio you State. T- you say TCU is not even
1: supposed to be in that conference?
0: No, it, it's how the voting goes and all that. hmm So basically you gotta pretty much go undefeated. The computers can Well
1: TCU was doing some winning yeah, listen, though. Listen, like let's not that's They not- were, but
0: our teams ain't made the same. <laughs> so the voting goes a little bit of computer. Yeah. A little bit of press. And a little bit of coaches, right? Yeah. So that just it's a little bit, a little
1: bit of money involved yeah. somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Somebody rank. shared something up under the table to get. I think TCU came with the power move and said, so, hey, they we got a million. We got that oil money. Yeah, we got
0: that oil, so oil that money. So um, <clears throat> that determines the rankings, right? Right. So TCU, and by the end of the season, got to be top four. Mm-hmm. So Georgia uh, went Michigan. No, Michigan and TCU TCU did meet, beat Michigan, right? But Michigan shouldn't have been there, in no way. Why does Michigan not supposed because to? Because it's an SEC thing. Like, they don't want to get all – See, that's, that's what they I don't, don't like. They right don't there. want the SEC uh-huh. to be, they don't want it to be the top four teams in the SEC playing each other. But, honestly, but those
1: are the hardest teams, though.
0: Honestly, nobody played football like SEC. They beat up on each other every week, and then they go blow out anybody right. else they play. Yeah. So what are we doing here? Right. It, we say we used to say Alabama was the 33rd team of the NFL. That's how good they, yeah, are. they were. Yeah. Now, Georgia is probably 33rd team of the NFL because he got some dogs over there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But did And you- your major players for the most part that make it to the NFL come from the SEC. Like let's be real.
0: So we got some dolls at Georgia, but is it Because I don't know if you heard Kirby Smart speech. His uh his what they call it, profanity laden <clears throat> pre game speech. And I don't curse, so yeah. It kinda hit me that people go back to the beginning where I don't curse like he cuts uh, every other word. Go
1: out there and you
0: gonna yeah, yeah. But it fired them boys up.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's I think it's it's like firing up uh, X Men. Though, <laughs> no, like the the SEC recruiting, uh and you know. I think they keep it a little bit more hush-hush now, but there have been a whole lot of issues. You can't worry
0: about it. It's NIL now.
1: Yeah, so it's not even a thing no more. But prior to getting to that point, they kept the best players. Uh, and they these kids come from a lot of underprivileged. Some got to be going on. Some got
0: to have It don't that. matter. No, they can cover it up. It's NIL. Like right. name, image, likeness, we will throw the bag at you. Right. And you do stuff like CJ Stroud from Ohio State, he got enough money to buy all his team like suits or something like that. Like yeah. the bag, they're getting yeah. the bag now, so they can get name, image, and likeness in high school now. That's hard. So if you good enough,
1: and think it, about it, if you was LeBron James, in he'd be he'd, high school. He would have been came. a billionaire a couple of years ago. Yeah, easily. Uh, but wish they did nurses like that. Nurses. Or teachers, yeah, no. like because <laughs> I mean it, it discourages so many people from doing other professions, especially young black men. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they they don't see a doctor out here uh, looking like them and having those kind of media outlets and logos and stuff like that that they can brand themselves to. Like, you need to be some do- black doctors and lawyers that like put out.
0: And much as I love football, I hate that side of football. Right. Like we talking. I was talking about to my barber today. Is like it's almost modern day slavery. Yeah. They stroll out there in their smallest outfits and stand up there and say, "Oh, he got good arms. He gonna be a good take off running boy. Yeah, Let me see be a good buck, how fast you, know? you are. So, yeah. It's a little bit of that that bothers yeah. me, but uh, the combine. Yeah. For the kids to get out. If it's that how they get out, it is, but I don't want everybody else to do it. That's partly why the um when I I n- never been um hands on stuff. Like I can't fix stuff. Not saying I can't, I can cause I can do anything I put my mind to. True that. But I just don't
1: be trying to fix
0: shit. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> it. Cause nine times out of ten. I have seen you fix your dryer. I can fix the dryer. A hundred times. I ain't done it enough. It's repetition. I ain't done it. So yeah. I get good at it. But uh, I'm not going to build nothing. I'm not <laughs> fixing no fences or none of that. I make enough money to f- do it. Yeah. But when I got in my field, my my field's very technical, and I, a lot of black people don't get into it. Like, they don't like the math part of it. There ain't a lot of math. They don't like the analytical thinking. That bother me. So I always made sure I stayed in the technical field. Like, when you, you can... You can get in IT and you can branch off and steal code things and be technical or you can go into project management where you're making sure the projects run along and all of that. I stayed on the technical side and I always tried to get high as I can because I wanted other black people to come in when they see it, be like, Oh, I can do it. Like Kids look up to Michael Jordan. Kids look up to uh, Michael Parsons. They want to play football. I wanted people who come in and join the company. If they if they met me, they knew me. They'd be like, "Oh, he's a architect. Oh, he's a technical expert. I can do it too."
1: So, I want I wanted to say pause what? when you say I wanted to get as high as I can. Uh-uh. Sorry, continue. <laughs> but I mean, just again, like, so where are your cameras? Where is your camera crew? where is your marketing and your likeness? Why is your likeness not being projected to these young black men? See, that's my problem. Like, I think, uh, I got a chance to see other people, other black people do things. It was mostly in like a church or religious set, but I liked what I saw. I liked seeing, uh, a pastor in a suit. Every time I saw him, he had a different suit on. Nice car. Uh, talked respectfully, was respected by because of what he said, and people could use that and do something positive with their life. Like, that was something that made me say, okay, I like that.
0: We don't put value on that. Right. Go back to the the money. We value the money. We value the lifestyle. We value celebrity. Yeah. If you can get to those things, working in IT, coding things, you don't get the celebrity status, or you didn't get it. Now you're starting to get it, but it's like the CEOs, like the Elon Musk of the world. Yeah. But the guys who's actually writing the code that Elon Musk is out there presenting is not getting the, the praise for it. Yeah. So, you know, turn, kind of turn into the Highlander. There only can be one. Yeah. So, you know, that person goes out front. That don't mean you still don't enjoy what you're doing. I think there's people don't understand that sometimes you have to be A cog.
1: A cog. This is the word of the week, G.
0: You have to be a cog, cog. in a machine. What is a
1: cog? A cog. Uh-uh. Sprocket. Yeah. Sprocket. Spicy <laughs> Sprocket. Did you ever catch it? Yes. In the Jetsons?
0: Yeah. Like the Jetsons, spicy Sprockets. They made Sprockets. And then it cog, Mr. Cogswell. Okay, yeah. He was a cog. They, they okay. were doing the same thing, but it was a different thing. But hey, like, Jesse was trying to teach us stuff back then. We just. <laughs> <laughs> Astro, <laughs> 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 you know, flying like, cars. We just yeah. look at Astro, yeah. But uh, we sometimes you just a cog in a machine, and mm. like you not don't. There's some special cogs out there, my brother. Like
1: That, this keep, machi- that keeps some some certain yeah, machines running. This like machine you
0: won't work without this cog. Like right. sometimes you need to take. Um stop and smell the roses and appreciate how special of a caulk you are in this machine. But we that's not, you know
1: Yeah, I think again, you know, this new era of social media, everybody wants to feel special. So I am, but I am special. And everybody is special. Dolph so Dolph <laughs> got me saying that now. That I'm special.
0: Yeah, I'm special.
1: I'm special.
0: I'm special. I tell myself that multiple times a day. Yeah. I took it from Song and from Dolph uh, I think it's he smoke my weed, or that's how. Yeah. He say all these chicks love me because I'm special. Then he say he special like three months times. I'm like, huh? Uh, what you spoke it into existence. It's an affirmation.
1: I yeah, yeah, and I,
0: I'm I'm kind of sailed the ship on the affirmation thing, but the uh, I do believe internalizing things works.
1: I think that when you uh, cause your mindset to change, because you're raised a certain way. Yeah, but that's you're what... You're programmed a certain way. That's what way. the affirmation do yeah. is doing. It's training your right. mind to do that. Right. And So I, when you say you, you, you're you past, you're, you sell past the, the affirmations. like That's why I was like, pause. Like, for yeah. some people, they don't know that, well, once you don't put enough of that in you, that you've become that. Yeah. And you can that's, go from there. Maybe that's where I'm at. Yeah, you're yeah. Your, your past... The point of where you needed to affirm yeah. you're there now so you can move to something else because your yeah. y- your paradigm is already where it needs to be yeah. on that,
0: You know what I mean? So but I did stay there for dogs. The like I said <laughs> I'm special. Oh, special. I tell my son that I got my son saying he's special now. Yeah. Like you special. Like you really need to enter like that cog, you are a special cog, my brother. Like you was you are good. So I'm special. You special. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going with that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We're gonna talk about how special uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp is. That's
1: a that's a special situation because it's as close to racism as you can show. I don't think. So. On, on, I don't think so. On TV, like it's I, it's. I think
0: if you if you look at it in real time, mm-hmm. sometimes we put stuff in slow mo and screwing the game up. But if, <laughs> if you put it in real time, the kid got hurt. Right. Yep. Twenty minutes out, we really don't know what come happening. They were so tight lip. It was an hour later before you really found out. So when he tweeted, nobody really knew what was hurting. They knew he got it merged. So he's on to business. Right. He was like, What is the NFL gonna do? Right. And people were like, Oh, they're senseless. Oh, you shouldn't get it. Yeah, I in the I cu- I didn't get it. In I the, liked it. Like I didn't either. In the course of this, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't thinking about the kid, like in like pushing harm on him or anything. Right. He was thinking of, hey.
1: I'm How a- is the NFL gonna handle this particular situation? Because this has never happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: I don't think he was wrong for that. Yeah. And Shannon is a player. Right. And he's experienced being down on the field. He know what that's like, and he know what it is. So he took a day, didn't show up. Everybody else coming out to about, oh, he shouldn't did it. I think you need to digest it separately instead of taking it holistically. I think he didn't want to
1: be seen with Skip Bayless until like the jury was out on what that, like was he finna be fired tomorrow? But Skip
0: doubled down. He
1: did.
0: Which I respect as a man. Yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna deal with it, but I think Skip also wanted his community or his listeners to understand all the pretexts that's in there that says, we didn't know. I was thinking about the yeah.
1: business
0: because it's a return on investment. Yeah, but we do treat players like products, like cattle. Right. Like we just said, they're true uh, plantations. But right. I don't. It, was, it appears like a plantation. And and
1: Skip's like. uh, fan base are the number purists. Yeah, are the the rule purists. Like you know, the average white guy that's watching sports, he's not. Hey, I used to run and play football, or I used to dunk on people. No, I like the stats. I remember the coaches. I know who all played. Like they played, they their attachment to the game is a little bit different. Yeah,
0: than and, and that's some of ours. Yes, and that's ultimately what was happening It was a civil war, right, between the analytics side, right. and the actual players. Yeah, and players, was, the players were in an uproar at it because every yeah. player, they could be me, but from a because, I mean,
1: I played football, and I saw some people get hurt. And that does something to you because you like, man, I got to get back out here on this field and run and, and tackle and hit just like and it could happen on any play. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I, I, I ain't going to say it was overblown, but I think people need to be aware of context. Yeah. Context paints the picture differently versus what people were going against. I don't watch them anyway, so it's not a big deal for me. I don't like all the sensationalists with Stephen A., Skip Bayless, all these hot takes. I don't care for those.
1: I mean, I like the dynamic. They got they got sports analysts, they got sports writers and stuff like that, and then they got players. And so the dynamic of it, like, it was, it was a – that particular situation was – it stuck with me because I had a coach – that actually died on the field. Well, he had a, a aneurysm on the field, and he died, like, the next day. So, it was just – for me, it was. It took me back to, like – man, I remember when Coach Jackson – you know what I'm saying? Uh, RIP Coach Antonio Jackson. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers as well, so he was my O-line coach. So, when you've had people like that that you've known uh, while playing the game and have something happen – that just brings you back to that point. That's like, like we talk about. the you see the slaves? Something happened to one of your people that's out here. I man, I gotta go out here and the for you. I'm so tired of this shit. And massive them is like my numbers ain't right, or <laughs> I need. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different type thing, man. But I love the game. Yeah,
0: the game is so complex. Right, it's so intricate. It like the schemes is out there. It, I, it's nothing like football, dude. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know. It's, it'll blow over. Yeah, something definitely. else that happened. Yeah, it will. Uh, Darman Hamilton. If if people don't know, he uh, had cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football. They canceled the game first time in NFL in my lifetime that has happened. Now he spent like nine days in hot. No, not that many. Yeah, it was like nine days. Nine days in the hospital. Yeah. He and they released him. He's released now. You know. Yeah, it was a major outpour for him. His GoFundMe went from like $3,000 to $3 million.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, in all actuality, he might not play another down of yeah, football. Yeah, they worked
0: out his contract. And there's been another conversation about the league doesn't have guaranteed contracts. It ain't like the NBA. Right. You get signed, they can cut you, and you don't get that money. Um, the bills are going to work to pay him out his full contract. versus. Okay. His- 'Cause versus putting you on injury reserve, because injury reserve you get a um a stipend or what you No, nah, it's a um what is it a prorated Yeah of your salary. It's not the same million dollar salary you'll be on. Yeah. So be on IR it's not good for people. Yeah. So We're gonna give you
1: seventy thousand Versus three hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That brings us to the last one, y'all. We lost a legend.
1: Yeah, we lost a legend, man.
0: I probably grew up quoting more to her songs that I should have <laughs> one of my favorite verses or I got she got so she got legendary verses one of my favorite verses though is late night tip yeah late night Tip is like synonymous with who she was and gangsta boo yeah man Lola mitchell uh got gotcha you shaking verse was hard yeah she ain't, she ain't disappoint.
1: See, my thing is, man, like, I got a chance to actually be around her. Um, And what I respect about her and Chet, like, a lot of these other female rappers that you see coming out, they is not writing their shit. Somebody else is writing their stuff. I know they write theirs. Like, I've seen them in the studio. I've been behind the boards pressing record for Gangsta Boo. Uh, got an opportunity to shoot a video. Me and G did uh, Till the Day, uh a song on the uh, project that, uh, the only project that her and Tech have together called Witch. Uh, me and G got a chance to work on that project. Uh, good girl. Like, uh, you know, everybody, you know, people say whatever they're going to say about anybody but actually having a chance to be around her, one of the, like, most uplifting people, like, life of the party, uh, mm-hmm. coming to the studio. Shout out to uh, R.I.P. the West, man, Wes Phillips. Uh, he had her and Chat signed to a record deal, her Chet, uh, Lil' White, Fraser Boy, and Jelly Roll. And uh, I can't tell you how many nights we spent, like, up at the studio vibing and putting stuff together man just like uh, definitely you know person that's involved with their project wasn't acting all Hollywood and superstars even though she had people uh, she would get so excited like uh, we were on Twitter one night up at the studio and I can't remember the girl's name it was like this white chick that had kind of blew up uh, well, Vicky, I can't remember who it was but like she was like paid homage to Boo and Boo was like I remember she was so excited because she was like damn like it's so many people that I inspired and I don't even be thinking about that I inspired like that you know what I'm saying like but from a female artist she was what we had <sighs> and she rap rap and you know sometimes when you from the town you don't think about the impact that some of these artists, like, have on the world. Like, Gangsta Boo was one of the artists that inspired some of your favorite female artists. Probably JT. You see what I'm saying? Like, she, because Boo came out with that, I ain't the cute girl. I ain't the, no. I'm, they I'm, trying I'm, to I'm the, that guy. They, You know what I'm saying? Like, but she didn't come out like Lil' Kim.
0: Nah.
1: Image was, you know. Yeah. No, nah, Boo was one of the people riding in the Chevy type yeah. action. You see what I'm saying? Like
0: Carlos Miller got a joke he did on Twitter. He was like, no, he didn't He didn't stand up. He said you got to find love with a chick when she sat, lean over and say some gangster stuff to you like 12 up there by the hill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's Boo. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, ain't green about nothing like That's the that's, to, to me, for a lot of Memphis niggas, that boo is like the type of chick that you wanted because you ain't have to explain, well, baby, I'm out here trapping. I'm out here doing this, doing that. Like, she know what's happening in the streets for real. Uh, man, it was, again, it was just an honor to be one of the people that got a chance to kind of really be around her and her element and see her being creative and stuff like that. You know, and sometimes... Uh you see some of these other artists and it's a facade. Mm-hmm. Or it's like an image that they done put together or some songs that somebody done wrote and they done, yeah. done fed them to this artist to try to make them sound oh that was that was that was them. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, yeah. So uh R. I. P. gangster boo, man. R.I.P. Yeah. All
0: right, I guess we'll end it on that
1: note. Yeah, man. Well, that's three the hard way podcast, man. Make sure you go to three the Uh, check us out on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get your podcast. G. Bobby P said, I'm still paying for this, shit. man. Y'all go get this, shit. Nah, nah, uh, nah, but no, nah, man, just been three the, the, the hard way podcast, no. man. Y'all stay up. All right.